Now I'm going to cut out Princess Bubblegum's heart and make out with it. It's podcast time. Good fun, grab your friends. We'll talk about very distant lands. We met the man and names the woman. The fun will never end. It's podcast time. Welcome to Oh My Glob, an Adventure Time podcast. I'm Amy. I'm Matt. We're here to talk all things Adventure Time. Starting from the... Starting from the... Starting from the very first episode and working our way all the way to the end. So, hi, Matt. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. I'm a little tired. It's been a, an ambitious, but kind of tiring couple of days. Yeah. I'm super proud of you. You did an awesome thing today. You ran for eight miles. I ran eight miles. Which is the farthest you've run since we lived in New Hampshire, right? Yeah. So it's like... At least like a year and a half ago. I'm feeling good about it now, but I wasn't feeling good about it when it was happening. Yeah. Running is a sadist's activity. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually recommend it for anyone. No, you're funny. Pizza's better. Pizza is better until you get the diabetes. The diabetes. <laughs> uh, so how was your day? Uh, it was good. I'm a little tired. Uh, just a long day. You know, helping patients, saving lives, doing all the good things. Having fun. Awesome. And yeah. So it's good. Yeah. It's good. I'm glad to be here. So I guess kind of related to Adventure Time. So yesterday was the first day of my new quarter. I'm back in college working my way towards an animation degree. So I do apologize in advance for future episodes if I sound a little tired or out of it. It's We both get some very busy days these next couple of months. Yeah, we do. We'll be a little, little crazy until December. Yep. We're excited. We have a trip over Christmas to Florida to see our best friends, Chrissy and Crush, and their families. So oh, yeah. We're excited about that. Absolutely. So if you've been following our Facebook or Twitter page, you've probably seen that. We've been putting up a lot of pictures of uh, our Comic-Con trip meeting Jeremy Shada, not Shada, thanks to... Um, Katie. Katie L. for letting us know that we've been pronouncing his name wrong. Appreciate it. Yes. Anytime that we're mispronouncing somebody's name from the show, just let us know. I'm just terrible with name pronunciation myself. Me too. And I'll totally own some other stuff later about name pronunciation once we get to the episode. Yep. I'm just glad that we've been saying the character's name is right. Jake and... Fine. 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 Jake and Fan. Finnan. Fan. I can't remember. Aww. Show sucks. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> so one cool thing. So a couple of things I wanted to point out on our Facebook page. Matt put a picture of Adventure Time socks that I bought him. And I actually bought him those socks for our wedding. I wore um, some off-brand chucks that had Wonder Woman on them. Yeah. That were teal to match our colors. And I bought Matt these socks. But I didn't realize that they're all like individually made. And so it would take like a month to get here. So we bought him some backup socks, which were Godzilla ones, which is his second love. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. first love. This is more your second love. Speaking of Finn and Wonder Woman, so we have these Pop Funkos that we try to remember to bring with us when we go traveling. And we take pictures of them in different parts of the world posing. And those are up on the Facebook page, too. Yeah, we have a few of those pictures. And that's just one of the things that we really, really like to do a lot. And it's just, I don't know, our fun little thing. Yeah. So uh, this week's episode is going to be Season 1, Episode 7, Ricardio the Heart Guy. This is a really tough episode to get into, and I just, I really did not like it. Really? Yeah, he's pretty sketch. I love this episode. I'm glad you love it. Someone's got to love it. And that someone is me. (laughs) 
Yeah, th- this is this was a hard episode to get into without basically just reading the whole script word for word. Yeah, because every scene is all about the line delivery. Yeah, there's a lot of really cool lines in the in this in the whole episode. Yeah, so this might just be a little bit of a quote-a-thon. There's a lot of wackiness though going on. Yeah, visually and you know in the dialogue. Yeah. So I was thinking over this last week. Do you think Adventure Time will eventually go down in cartoon history as one of the greats? Like, is it going to be one of those household names 30 years from now? Everybody still knows, like, Scooby-Doo or The Simpsons? You know, I don't know about that. Um, or is it going to be more like Angry Beavers and, you know, no, just a I handful No, I think it'd be more like, like hey. a Ren and Stimpy or Ed, Ed and Eddie kind of thing. Yeah. That's my thought. Mm. Um, or Rugrats, you know? Like, those kind of those kind of series. Yeah. I feel like The Simpsons and Scooby-Doo were so popular on such a, a broad scale. It wasn't... You know, they, they have something that panders to everyone. Mm-hmm. And I almost wonder if it'll it'll be more like those 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 shows that I mean, not everybody has Cartoon Network. Simpsons are on network TV. Scooby-Doo is on network TV. And yeah. so really at the end of the day, because it's on a cable television show, it, you know, I think that that also lends itself to why it's not as well known, maybe. Definitely. And I know, too, uh, you know, the humor threw some people off. I, I've known a few a few people who've. Just, you know, they've seen one or two episodes. And I'm yeah. like, oh, this is obnoxious. And I feel bad for them because they're missing out on... So as far as, you know, kids programming goes, if you want to call Adventure Time kids programming, um, they're missing out on a really rich show full of good character development. I agree. There's you know, a lot more to it than meets the eye. So I'm not going to lie. I was one of those people before I started dating you and, mm. and eventually marrying you. And, you know, it was like, oh, Adventure Time. Yeah, okay, whatever. I'll jump on the bandwagon for the funny episodes. But as I've been watching it, like... You can really pull out a lot of really cool um, themes and really see the development and why this is such a cool show and unique show and one that has a broader message than some of the cartoons that are out there. And I also think it it speaks to why it's a show that not everybody knows about because it is it almost feels as like niche in the in the market in the cartoon uh, cartoon market and what i like about it is it panders to adults too yeah. and i think that's what makes it unique and awesome and wonderful and it gives all of us weirdos something to talk about that's right <laughs> so do you want to get into the episode yeah absolutely okay so this episode was directed by larry lichleiter and patrick McHale. now i want to note that and every episode up until now, I've said Lich Latira. And I realized that's because the where I was finding this information had an A as a footnote marker. And when I copied it into my notes document, it came up as a full A. So I thought it was Lich uh, Latira. And now I feel dumb. So uh, there's no that. <laughs> anyway. Continuing the topic of us mispronouncing <laughs> names. Right. At least a lot of people, like the people who have corrected us, have been really cool about it. So thanks thanks for that. Yeah, and we appreciate, you know, we're, so, okay, one thing that we wanted to talk about today, we talked, we've been talking quite a bit about it, is we're focused on the positives. And there are enough things out there that really tear people down and tear shows apart and are really super negative. And Matt and I like to live this philosophy of finding the good in things. And the purpose of this show, I mean, the purpose of our podcast is to really find the good stuff and focus yeah. on the good stuff. And we're really excited that we're here to share the love and the awesomeness of Adventure Time. And of course, there are episodes we don't love, too, and we'll get into why, but we also want to get into the positives. Yeah, and we're okay with the fact that we don't know everything 100% 
about this show. And yeah. that's and that's fine. And we want our fans to say, hey, what about this? Or what about that? And give us this feedback yeah. so we can talk about it. Because that's the whole purpose of this is to share the love of Adventure Time. Yeah, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts and watch way too much YouTube. And there, it's it's definitely a common thing now where you have channels that just kind of rip things apart. Like I, I, I signed up for a, a podcast that got into a book series I like. And, you know, it's it's a dated book series. I won't get into which one because I don't want to, you know, give a bad rep to the podcast I'm talking about. But they basically get into how it's dated in each episode and how stupid it is and the lack of logic and stuff like that. But I feel nostalgic. I'm a very nostalgic person. So I, I want to yeah. hear why it was that they loved it when they grew up with it. Right. Not so much why it's dumb to like it now. Yeah. But, and I think with everything, you can, you know, we have to know the good and the bad, right? There yeah. has to be that dichotomy. Um, to know good, you have to know what bad is. Mm -hmm. But our purpose is, is, hey, we're going to share our opinions and we're going to share our thoughts about the season and about the episodes and et cetera, et cetera. And um, I think it's important for us to note that we're not here to tear people down. We're not here to tear the show down. You know, well, if we don't like an episode, we're going to say it and we're going to say why, but we're not going to, you know, it's not a roast. Yeah. No, not at all. So if you're looking for a roast, this is not the right podcast for you. Boo yeah. Shazam. Okay. So anyway. Shazam. Back to the episode. Shazam. <laughs> Sorry, I'm done. All right. They, Shazam. He says, as he says another one. All right. So written and storyboarded by Sean Jimenez and Bert Yoon. Air date was April 26, 2010. And there's 1.91 million viewers for this. The lowest viewed episode so far. Yep. Upon airing. Yep. So season one, episode seven, Ricardio the Heart Guy. So the Ice King kidnapped PB, Princess Bubblegum. I almost uh, called her. Almost I know, Buttercup every time. <laughs> so the Ice King, we're off to a good start. Yeah, totes. So Ice King kidnapped PB, Princess Bubblegum, not Buttercup. <laughs> and is flying toward his kingdom with Finn and Jake on his tail. So Finn throws some snow in his eyes to blind him, and Jake places two rocks into his butt cheeks and stretches his butt up to the Ice King in the shape of PB. His butt grows hands, and uh, they move her out of the way, and, and his butt goes in her place. And Finn's like, hey, Ice King, I bet you'll never kiss the princess. So the Ice King smooches the butt, thinking it's PB, and Finn's like, you just kissed Jake's butt. <laughs> He's like, What? <laughs> he looks over to see the butt morph back into its normal shape. It's so weird. At first, my first question to Matt when we saw that was, so, so wait, is the mouth for the butt, was that his anus? And Matt quickly said, no, it was a butt fold. It was a butt so, fold. Yeah. So super silly, super funny. I really love how when the Ice King like gets away, he uses his beard to flap away and he's like, he uses it as wings. I think that's super funny. He does this twice in this episode, and it's great. He flies off, and he's like, the hour is yours, but the day shall be mine. Just like you, princess. Mine! So I tried spelling mine with a bunch of eyes, and it spells menace. <laughs> Autocorrect. Who knew? Yep. Princess Not Buttercup says... What a patoot. Thanks for saving the day yet again, boys. Yep. And this at this point in time, we know that uh, I almost said Jin, Jake and Finn have Jin. become these. If they were like a couple, it'd be mm. Jin. You know, like. Rebrangelina. I was just going to say that. Get out of my head. Ah, it's, sometimes we even finish each other's salmon. sandwiches. <laughs> salmon spread. <laughs> um, so we now know that Jake and Finn are established heroes and their choice of heroage is Princess Not Buttercup. So she hugs Finn and his cheeks go all red 
And I think this is the first time Jake noticed. I could be wrong, but I think this is the first time that Jake notices he's a little flustered when he's around uh, PB. And he gives him kind of a teasing look. So she says she's going to throw them a party tonight at the Candy Kingdom. So the Adventure Time logo with a sword pops up, but it says party time and balloons fly up. Now, <laughs> you might hear a scream somewhere in there. So I paused it. And one of the balloons is like really gray and sickly looking. Yeah. And it's got like this droopy nose and it's screaming in agony. It's like, ah! So, it's, it's so funny. It's terrifying. It cracks me up. So as Finn and Jake are traveling to the party, it's going into night, and they're talking about all of this, and Finn's making this little origami for Princess Not Buttercup. So Jake says, I wish you were my butt. Finn's like, uh, what? Jake says, I bet you wish you were my butt, because you know, then the princess, no, wait. I bet you wish you were the Ice King, and the princess was my butt. You know. You know what he's trying to say. (laughs) And it's really funny because he's like trying to like logically make it connect where he's like Finn wants to kiss Princess Not Buttercup and be with her forever and ever. The end. (laughs) So Finn gets all he gets on the defensive, but he's daydreaming about kissing her. Yeah. So they go into the castle and you notice the sculptures. Yeah. I noticed that when he when they walk in, there's like these really jacked ice sculptures of both Finn and Jake. There's one on each um, side of the door. It's super great. Yeah. And Jake's like, who's ready to party? And everyone's already standing in a circle and laughing at something. So they go in closer to find Ricardio the heart guy stepping on LSP's back. So uh, so describe Ricardio the best you can. So Ricardio is in the shape of a heart and his face is like... 1950s heartthrob? No, his face is like, who was the creator of Seinfeld? Oh, Larry David. Larry David. You think Larry David? His face is like Larry <laughs> David's face. It's funny because Ricardo is supposed to be like the smoldering handsome guy. Yeah, and he's not. And <laughs> so it's Ricardo. <laughs> the first time I saw him, I instantly cracked up. I was like, this is this is disturbing. His this face is, very is so disturbing. realistic looking compared to everybody yes, else. Yes, it's not cartoony. It's yeah, that's like, why it's so creepy. It's like realistic and it's just disgusting. So, yeah, so he's all walking on top of um, massaging LSP's back. And she's like, oh, it feels so good. (laughs) And what's really cool about Ricardo the Heart Guy is it is none other than George Takai, who is known for his role as Sulu um, on Star Trek. And he is fabulous, and he also does a lot of um, advocacy for gay rights, and he has a fabulous, fan, 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 fantastic Facebook page that he shares a lot of punny things and great things, and I love, love, love it. We are huge fans of George Takai. Yeah. So, oddly enough, I was listening to a podcast the other day about Japanese giant monster movies, because I love that stuff. He does. And And I found out that George Takai's first acting gig was providing... The American dubs for movies like Rodan and some of the early Godzilla movies. That's really and cool. That was really cool. Yeah, I love that. Awesome. So he's stepping on at a, on a Lumpy Space Prince's back and he says, Stand back, everyone. This style of massage is called the best friend massage because it can only be done for friends. It is completely consensual. <laughs> I've been dying to say that on this podcast. So sketch. LSP's like, I fit so great. He does, he does this impressive flip off of her butt. Yeah, and she like, he like turns her around a certain way. Anyway, she feels good. It's a great massage and blah, blah, blah. Everyone starts applauding and he's ru- like totally won over the crowd. 
even before Finn and Jake showed up. Finn is instantly suspicious about him. Trumpet sound as PB um, enters the doorway that opens from a bookshelf. I want to say, though, Matt, I think Princess Not Buttercup is doing something on the down low that we aren't supposed to know about. And this is why. So Peppermint Candy is carrying her. And if you look behind them, there's a skeleton hanging from the wall. Like, oh, yeah, there's always some like shady stuff door. going on. I think she's a shady lady. Yeah. And she keeps people like um, Peppermint Butler in her company, who, as we know, is kind of a suspicious character yeah occasion. we'll know that down the road he's he's really fascinating he works for the devil so that's cool <laughs> yeah. um yeah anyway so she comes and as soon as she sees as soon as ricardio sees her his whole body starts pumping because he's a heart it like focuses on him and snots like running down his nose it's super weird so Finn starts to thank PB for the party, but LSP rushes over to her to meet Ricardo. And he says, I've been waiting all evening to meet you, princess. He kisses her hand and Finn looks jealous and stuffs his origami in his pocket. All okay, wait, insecure. wait, wait. Before we move on, LSP rushes over to introduce Princess Not Buttercup to Ricardio. But she doesn't know Ricardio's name and she's getting a best friend's massage. What kind of people? Okay, so I think it's a conspiracy. I think that LSP is really associated with the Ice King and is working secretly with him. I don't know. I think you could be right. If anybody's finished the series, this could allude to something that happens towards the end. But I don't know if they really planned that far in advance, but it is a very interesting theory. It's suspicious. I haven't seen the end, so I think I, I know everything. <laughs> probably do <laughs> no I don't I know that so okay let's go back sorry Finn starts to look jealous and Ricardio starts wooing um, Princess Not Buttercup um, with Techno Babble and it's really interesting so my first thought was how does he know about the rift in the Babatron Plasmordial formation I almost wonder so we later know that Ice King has a name. He's really named Simon, and yeah. he was taken over by that crown. Yeah, and he was a scientist. Um, sorry, spoiler alert. I apologize. We should have probably said that. No, we're spoiling every episode anyway. So he's this really smart scientist. I wonder if Ricardio, the heart guy, has some of the characteristics of Simon, which makes sense. And I know that you know perhaps they weren't planning it, you know this far in advance, but maybe they were. And maybe they they kind of did that retroactively. Yeah. And I think that's kind of cool. So anyway, Ricardo starts impressing PB and invites her to the dance floor. Um, and this, by the way, is a nod to George Takai's role in the original Star Trek series. There's a lot of techno babble in that show, and he like really is knowledgeable, and, and it's kind of cool. And so Finn doesn't know how to process what he's feeling, and Jake's teasing him about it. Finn gets super annoyed. So I'm kind of with Finn with how annoyed he gets with Jake throughout this episode, because... He's not comfortable expressing these kind of feelings, and Jake gives him a really hard time about it. I think we have to remind ourselves at this point that Jake is like 12 or 13. Like yeah, he's true. not that old. He is a 28-year-old dog in dog years. But see, Jake also plays the perfect brother. I mean, brothers are meant to tease each other. Yeah, it's right? true. I mean, you had sisters. You didn't have brothers. But like, no. were your sisters ever tease you about the girl you're dating or like girls oh. that you're with? <laughs> at least my younger one, yeah. Yeah, that totally, <laughs> totally. So, I mean, it makes sense. He was being a cool sibling, and that's just how siblings are. Jake pushes him onto the dance floor and he's telling him to get out there and just dance with PB. He walks in on her Ricardo talking science and he immediately freaks out and walks away. He's like, they're talking science, man. I can't compete with that. So Jake tells him to do the science dance. If you can describe the science dance non-visually, how would you describe it? Non-visually? So his arms are in like 
rectangles or like squared, kind of like a robot dance. Yeah. You know how like when people do the robot and they're like really stiff and like move things really intentionally. Yeah. That's what I would think this one. Except it's Adventure is. Time, so his arms and legs are bending in ways that they can't in real life. Right. Right. So he goes into the dance floor and interrupts them to get her attention. And PB's like, "What the cabbage? <laughs> I was learning about Xanoids." So he tries to carry his own in a conversation about the science of Xanoids and cl- clearly has no idea what he's talking about. And he knows he doesn't. And it's really funny because he sticks his lips out really funny. <laughs> does Matt, he? Matt does this really cute thing where he'll go like, yeah, I guess. And he yeah. like pushes his lips out. It's so hilarious. My pouty face. That's the only thing I could remember. <laughs> That's what I thought of exactly when I when he was in that. So PB catches on. She's like, you're jealous of Ricardo. And he's like, no, I just don't like the way he talks to you. It makes me feel weird. She's like, yeah, you're jealous. And he just loses it. And he's like, I'm not jealous. I'm weird. And the whole party goes quiet. And Jake bails him out saying, like, they need to fight some peanut monsters or something. At that point, Finn tells Jake he thinks Ricardo is a villain. Villain. A villain. A villain. Jake says, why? It's because his face is so foldy and dramatic. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I love it. So Finn sets out to prove Ricardo's villainy. They wait on a rooftop with binoculars and spy on Ricardo. Jake says that he can read lips, and he says some really funny stuff, yeah, which we'll get to later. If I can find a clip, I'll put it there. Hey, Shorty, you should pick your boogers and then fart. You look kind of like a big pink baguette. Finn gets annoyed again because Jake is being all silly, and Jake isn't convinced that Ricardo's bad. Jake is really convinced that it's all in Finn's head. But then they see um, Ricardo running off, and Jake does some crazy acrobatic moves to get them closer. And when they do that, they see him carrying a rope and a broken bottle, which yeah. I think to anybody would be sketchy. Yeah, and he's jumping into a dumpster with it, making stabbing, mo- stabbing motions with a broken bottle. And Jake, the ever-optimist, says, so he's recycling? Question mark. Then they see him confront the Ice King in an alley and throw him into the dumpster. Jake sees this as proof. That Ricardo is a good guy because he's beating up Ice King. He was a bad guy. Jake looks down at his belly and says, you and me gut together forever, solving crimes and making up rhymes. But our buddy Finn doesn't buy it. Yeah, he's like, yeah, that just proves that he's more evil than lesser evils like the Ice King. So they sing this little ditty, which I think is really oh, odd. Your gut says he's evil. My gut says he's good. Let's put our guts together and end this funky feud. I love how good and feud is supposed to, to rhyme. <laughs> good and feud. <laughs> At that point, they confront Ricardo on the street and ask him straight up. Like, they, like, slide in all slide. They do slide. They, they literally do, slide they in. They literally slide. Their, feet, their legs are not moving. No, they are not. They ask if he's good or evil. He says, it's none of your business. That's none of your business. None ya. Finn tells him to back up from PB, but Ricardo refuses. So Finn socks him in the face. Bubblegum then walks in right as he's socking him in the face. Sorry. What? Nothing. Oh, Bubblegum walks in on this, um, and Ricardo plays so innocent. He's like, oh. Yeah, he's actually, oh, in her <laughs> arms. So Finn explains that the ropes and the bottles were for hurting her, but she says Ricardo gathered them together for a science experiment they planned on. I should have taken a breath there. Princess, not bubble cup. I love, love, love this. This this line, it's so funny. She says, you shouldn't punch brainiacs. You know how fragile they are. So true. You got to stop with this jealous business. And she walks away holding Ricardo's hand. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. I love that 
that Ricardo is actually like um an average sized heart too. He's the he's the tiniest. Yeah, he's totally not like he's just a little guy. He's like the size of a cat maverick. Mm-hmm. So Finn acknowledges that he was wrong, but the Ice King walks out of the alley or he stumbles out and he says he was right. And he's looking rough. So he tells him that he was working on a spell to give him total control over Bubblegum's heart, but it backfired and he lost control over his own. So Ricardio is the Ice King's disembodied heart, and his plan is to rip out PB's heart and make it his bride. Not just make it his bride, but make out with her. Yeah, and it, when he's explained that, he's doing like the tongue out, kind of whipping Ugh. around. Yeah, it's Gross. disgusting. So when they saw Ricardio confronting the ice cream in the alley, it was because Ice King tracked him down to stop him from harming Bubblegum. And Ricardio left him for dead in the dumpster. Did he track him down to stop him from har- harming Bubblegum? Or did he track him down to get him back into his heart because he was dying? Probably both. I think he, think so? in his own sick way, he cares about Bubblegum. Yeah, I think so too. Mm-hmm. And we talked about that last time where it's like... He doesn't realize he's no, a bad guy. Yeah, I agree. I think that he's a little funzy in the dunsy. Yep. As Ice King reaches up for Finn, he pleads with Finn and Jake to stop Ricardio. Finn slaps his hand away. <laughs> what? What a jerk. This old man's reaching, reaching up to him in pain and he just slaps him. He's like, we gotta go! So they run off to the castle, find PB tied to her throne, and Ricardio exulting, you were right about me all along, Finn. Now I'm gonna cut out Princess Bubblegum's heart and make out with it. So they rush him, but he holds the bottle of the PB, and she's like, I feel like a big idiot for doubting you. He was just so engaging, but his knowledge on plantoids is actually pretty weak, and he's like, shut your mouth, princess. <laughs> so Ricardo gets distracted by that, and Jake knocks him down with his stretchy jowls. <laughs> <laughs> Finn <clears throat> hops down from Jake's back and starts railing on him, and telling him that he needs to marry someone his own size, like his foot. <laughs> More damage Ricardio takes, the worse Ice King gets, and he crawls back into the castle and seeking to grab Ricardio. So Finn is conflicted about letting him take his heart back. But Jake says he doesn't want to watch an old man die on Bubble Man's... Bubble Man. She's got so many names now. (laughs) But Jake says he doesn't want to watch an old man die on Bubblegum's carpet. So watching... Watching Ice King force Ricardio into his body is a pretty disturbing it scene. It sure is. It's, it's oddly sexual. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> and Ricardio's like, I'll see you guys later. And we know he does come back later yep. um, in season four. If you so. can believe it, I feel like his second appearance is even creepier than, creepier than the first no. one. No. Yeah, it's pretty gross. Ugh. So Ice King instantly gets better and decides that his heroism will win over PB and make her want to live the, the rest of her life out in his dungeon. No, no, I won't. He tries to zap her, but gets kicked in the face again by Finn. He flies out the entrance again using his beard and hasn't learned anything from the whole new experience. It cuts to Finn and Princess Not Buttercup and Jake eating spaghetti in the dining area. They're sitting on Pop-Tart chairs, which I think are delicious. Do you think they had frosted cinnamon? I hope not. Why? Because the, the best. Those were the only ones I had as a kid. It drove me crazy. I always wanted the, I always wanted the ones that were worse for your health. And we always got stuck with the cinnamon ones. The cinnamon ones were so good, though. We never got to switch it up unless it was strawberry. <laughs> strawberry is also good. What? I wanted like the s'mores ones. Yeah. We never got those. Which one do you, would you have now? Would you have like they have like as many flavors of pop tarts as they do Oreos now? There's like a billion different flavors. Now, honestly, I just don't. I don't like pop tarts. Well. That's just blasphemy. I'm more of a salty guy than a sweet guy. You're a savory man? Yeah. Savory. I'm a savory man. Anyway, sorry. 
Sitting on Pop-Tart chairs, she says, Thanks again for saving me. Again, now that Ricardio's gone, you don't have to be jealous of anyone. So Finn responds, responds, I never get jealous. We hear her say, Kiss me, Finn! And he looks over at her, and it's her butt in the air with a mask of Jake's face. And Finn yells, No! And that's it. So they just love messing with Finn. They do. And which is appropriate for his age. I mean, if I had a 12 or 13-year-old nephew or mm-hmm. or kiddo, I would definitely like to mess with him. Yeah. Like, that's that's just my jam. I do feel bad for him, though. He's, he's in love with PB. Totally. And they just give him so much crap for it. So what do you think of the episode? Um, You know, I did not love it. It was kind of freaky deaky. And it's such a, a different episode, I think, from... The rest of the series mm. so far, but it it again speaks to Ice King's delusions and delusions of grandeur, it, grandeur, if you will. Yeah, and and we actually his, get to see a character flaw in Finn. That's true. Yeah. I do like that. Shows growth and development. Yeah, sorry, I didn't want to interrupt. No, you're fine. So I don't. Know, so for me, this is basically prime adventure time. I, I'm I'm the opposite. I like that they have kind of these darker edged comedy episodes to. Kind of switch it up. Otherwise, every episode would be the same. Okay, so I don't like it how shows become formulaic because, you know, it, uh, I do like that it it mixes it up. But this was just a weird show. And Ricardio freaked me out. Mm, that's understandable. I, I I actually, I love that kind of dark humor, though. Because uh, I I did grow up loving shows like Ren and Stimpy and mm-hmm. like All Real Monsters. Well, All Real, Monster, Real Monsters isn't really that freaky, but... I like. I kind of like it. So it's got some more lightheartedness, but isn't afraid to get a little scary when it wants to. And I'm all over that. There what? are later episodes that are mm-hmm. darker than this one. Interesting. I don't know how I'm gonna feel about that. Mm. What didn't you like? <laughs> really, all I didn't like was that they do the oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, and they, it goes on a little too long. But I love how Jake is like, yes, yes. <laughs> that is funny. Where he's just like trying to shut it down, yep. and like, yo, dude, <laughs> yes. I. Right. I'm pretty clear about what I've been saying thus far. Yeah. That's funny. But what did you like about it? What did I like? Is this just an all bad for you? It's not an all bad for me, but I don't know what I liked about it. It's not my favorite that we watched so far, though I do love these style of episodes. Mm-hmm. I do feel like there are better ones than this. Yes, I agree. I think if I were to say what I liked about it is that, you know... The messages don't jump to conclusions. Even if someone seems like a bad guy, maybe they're not a bad guy, <laughs> even if they are a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> Give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, benefit of the doubt. There you go. It was partially based on, I feel, Finn's jealousy. But all, at the same time, he had a feeling in his gut, and that feeling was right. It might have just been his heroism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, Matt, where did the snail come in? In this episode, the snail pops up towards the beginning on the dance floor near Slime Princess. Ah, Snail Watch Yeah, I had to look that one up. He's totally cute, waving. So, what was your favorite line in the episode? Um, My favorite line was, What the cabbage? Princess, not Buttercup, when Finn interrupts her and Ricardio talking on the dance floor. Nice. How about you? What's your favorite? I already did my favorite. I, I don't want to put you guys through it again. It's the best friend massage. Do it again. Do it again. This style of massage is called a best friend massage because it can only be done for friends. It is completely consensual. I love it. You're so awesome. Ah. You're great. So is you. Thank you. 
So that was also, is that also your impression? That's also my impression. It's a twofer. Oh my goodness. So the impression's all on you this week. Okay. I'm going to be the background music. Oh! Yeah. There's a lot of weird <laughs> opera going on. Of all the aspects of this episode, the music is probably the funniest. Yes. It's so weird. There was like straight up opera music, like crazy town music in the background when they're weird, in the alley. Yes, crazy, it creepy didn't cloud make opera. sense. So between episodes, we got an email from listener Jody. Who sent us some feedback, which is really awesome. Thank you, Jody, and to all the others who have emailed us in the past. So we asked Joe what his favorite character and his favorite episode are. And this was his response. In terms of my favorite character episode, I would have to say that my favorite character, at the moment at least, is BMO. <laughs> I really appreciate BMO's general attitude and view of the world. My favorite episode would probably be Pewhoy because of how it deals with letting go of things and because of all the adventures Finn had in the pillow world that we'll never know much about. Did you ever see that episode? I don't think I have. It's one of my favorites. So I'm, I'm actually really glad he brought that up. I was like, yes, I'm glad that's his favorite. It's basically a, an alternate timeline to what happens throughout Finn's life hmm. after childhood. It's great. That's cool. And I'm glad you like it so much. I do feel bad now about the amount of times we've bashed on BMO. Sorry, Joe. Yeah. We haven't met BMO, though, yet. So no. I'm curious when BMO comes into play. It's crazy that we haven't met BMO yet. I had no idea it was this far into the series. Yeah. I mean, we're only on episode seven, yeah. so there's that. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Joe. We appreciate your email. And Absolutely. if you want to email us, you can at ohmyglobpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can also leave voicemails if you download the Anchor.fm app. There's a way to leave a voicemail. Oh, yeah. We would love to get that. We would love to play a voicemail over the air. The air. (laughs) That's funny. I'm looking at all the red lines underneath our uh, text here. Every time I tried typing Ricardio under the synopsis, it kept autocorrecting as Ricardo. So when I looked into the trivia for this episode, I found that, you know, the cardio part of his name is a biology joke. The definition of cardio is relating to the heart. So the whole joke of his name went right over my head. Really? <laughs> All these years. That's, I thought Ricardio was a regular name. That's awesome. So next week, we are going to review season one, episode eight, business time. It's business time. Mm, baby, it's business time. <laughs> ben and Jake fall victim to their own laziness when they delegate their adventuring responsibilities to a group of businessmen they thawed from an iceberg. Ooh. It's classic. Awesome. So, Matt, anything you want to plug? I've got a YouTube channel called Modern Horror Show where I review and recommend newer horror movies. How about you? Um, I, uh, no. Ah, I mean, no, I'm good. All right. I don't really have much going on. It's all good. I mean, I'm on Twitter, but I don't really use it very often. I'm trying to be more Twitter-ish. We're not the biggest Twitter users. We do have a Twitter page, though, at Podcast. Yeah. Check us also out at our website, omegapodcast.wordpress.com, because we're doing it for free. Facebook, facebook.com backslash omegapodcast. And again, you can feel free to email us at omegapodcast at gmail.com. And the the best way to... There's a car alarm going off. The best way for us to be reviewed is on iTunes. I know it's it's not my favorite place to go to review. It's kind of, it's not the most user-friendly thing. But if you do that, it'll give us more exposure, get us more listeners, and that would be phenomenal. Any general feedback, uh, we'd love to read your comments over the air. Yep. All right. So with that, 
we hope you have a good day, night, whatever time it is that you're listening to this. And yeah, see you next week. See you Bye. next week. Bye.